0: This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs, the coach for starseeds who are ready to heal on a soul level and fall in love with life on Earth. Join me for an epic intergalactic journey of celestial heritage, deep healing, and consciousness expansion. Let's go. Good morning, my friends. Don't mind my voice. I feel like I sound like a like an old lady who smokes or something, but I'm I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm getting over a cold that went around my household, so don't mind if there's a little graveliness in there. Um yeah. So I hope you guys are doing well. I just got back from vacation last week. And it feels like I've been in a time warp since I got home. Uh, But I am very happy to be getting back into the usual routine. I always forget how much I thrive on routine. And when it gets thrown off, I'm kind of like, what is going on with my life? I have no idea. So my husband and I, we went on our first vacation in over six years, and I mean, six years ago, I don't even know if he could call it a vacation, we went on a, a road trip and went camping, um, so it wasn't like uh, hanging out by the pool and, you know, resting and stuff, and I was pregnant, and so <laughs> I didn't get to have that much fun, uh, but... Yeah, probably the first vacation, real vacation since our honeymoon, which is, oh my gosh, like almost nine years ago, (laughs) which is crazy. So we went to New Orleans, first time being there, and it was interesting. It, It was fun. It was mostly fun. I keep telling myself that I need to stop planning big things during, uh, while Mercury is in retrograde, but for some reason, I always forget about this. Um, I, last time something big happened during Mercury retrograde was when I moved halfway across the country with my two small children and husband and two cats. And so... And sold her house. (laughs) Like, all these things happened during retrograde. And, you know, there were some ups and downs and bumps, but it all ended up working out somehow. But, um, yeah, (laughs) there was some interesting astrology during my trip. It was a um, full moon, full blood moon, lunar eclipse in Scorpio during (laughs) Mercury retrograde. So uh, yeah, there's some intensity there. And for you guys out there to know too is that whatever happened during that period it brought up stuff for all of us as far as what in our life is ready to be composted right what is what is okay to uh, be in the process of decay so that it can be turned over into new life and new growth and so i want you to look at the area of your life where you see this right it could be a relationship it could be in your home life Or it could be at work or in your business, um, could be in your health. You know, where, where are you ready to let old beliefs or old relationships or old ways of being go, even if it's a little bit hard, because when you do, you leave room for transformation. And so that, that came up big for me, <clears throat> but I, what I, I debated whether or not I wanted to share this, but I've had a couple people say that they are interested in it, uh, in hearing the tale. Um, I had a near death experience during the eclipse, <laughs> which was just, I mean, it, if, uh, if that would happen to anybody, it would be me. I have like the weirdest, I have some crazy stories in my life of like, just really weird, crazy things that have happened to me, and this is one of them. Um, oh, there's a little cardinal on my on my roof. I can see so cute. I love all the birds this time of year, uh, and I love that there are cardinals in Texas. And it's just sitting up there looking at me right now. Oh, cardinals! Cardinals are a sign. Um. Hmm. Sorry, this is like happening in real time. Uh, animal messengers, right? To me, a cardinal is an animal messenger that represents my grandma. Um, she loved cardinals and we didn't have them in San Diego. And that's where we, you know, we lived for most of our life. And it's really close with my grandma. And she passed away last summer. And so whenever I see a cardinal, I think of her. That's really sweet. So think about which animal messengers you have in your life. Because sometimes they show up at just the right moment to give you the right message. Okay, tangent aside. (laughs) I was going to share about this near-death experience because uh, I thought it would be interesting to talk about. And also interesting to explore death in general. Uh, It's one of my favorite topics. And it's very relevant to us as starseeds because you know death is is just like a you know it's just a bridge into the next dimension the next world the next plane of existence and so um, and it comes up a lot in my work because in hypnosis sessions oftentimes death happens and so I wanted to talk about that because a lot of people fear death and I in my life I have learned how not to fear death and I've learned that if you don't fear death then you can do anything so we'll talk about that But <laughs> first let me tell you my story okay buckle up <laughs> so um, so we were on the like second night of our trip, I think. Yeah, second night. And I, so w- when we got to New Orleans, I had to, I wanted to find, um, <laughs> it's a weird way to start a story. I wanted to find a CBD shop, uh, because I have some, uh, chronic pain issues. And I also have, um, I have pretty bad insomnia. Um, that's just part of having POTS and high intracranial pressure is that my sleep is always disturbed. And so I have like a, a good cocktail I take before bed, um, to help me sleep. And part of that is CBD it helps me so much and melatonin and, um, and I vape. THC as well and that really really helps me sleep it helps with my intracranial pressure helps lower my pressure and I, I use it therapeutically and don't come after me because uh um I actually I use delta A, which is legal so um not that I think you would come after me but I feel like I should say that so uh you know so I went to go you know get some sort of THC gummy to help me sleep cuz obviously I don't want to take that on the plane. And sleeping is very important. <laughs> so I went and normally, you know, I'm used to vaping be- and which I like because, you know, it's it's immediate. I can really control you know how high it makes me feel. I can just get like just enough to help me lower my pressure, help me sleep, you know, without feeling out of control and just relaxed, you know. And so, um, I, but I knew that, you know, I can't take a vape back on the plane. and didn't, it didn't make any sense. So I was like, okay, I'll get, you know, find a gummy or something. And I, I usually, um, I haven't used gummies in months because I, I don't like edibles really. They kind of, um, I don't like how it's delayed for me. It usually hits me like three hours later and, um, it's kind of unpredictable about like how high I'm going to feel because it depends on how your body absorbs it, yada, yada. But it it kind of was like the only thing that made sense. So I, you know, went to this shop as a holistic shop. I got, you know, high quality gummy and I, I, I couldn't remember like the dosage that I usually take because it'd been a while. And so I just got, you know, the standard one. And, um, what happened was I was, I went with my husband. We went out to, uh, there was a burlesque show at our hotel, which was super fun. I haven't been to a burlesque show in years. And I I have a, a friend who's a burlesque artist. And so, uh, you know it's it's a lot of fun it's just it's a lot of fun it always makes me want to join in um so we went to this burlesque show and it was great and nice so I brought the gummy with me you know and I was uh I tried to take it strategically I was sipping on a mezcal cocktail and enjoying myself watching the show with my husband this like swanky little uh you know nightclub in our hotel and I was like, okay, I'll I'll take this gummy. And so I took it, I ate it, and I was like, okay, this will probably kick in like maybe 2 or 3 hours from now. But, surprise, surprise. I was sitting there and all of a sudden it was like the room started to spin, and I was just like, oh no. This this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> and so I sit there for like a few minutes, and I'm like, okay, This is just getting more and more intense and I do not feel safe right now. And so to my husband, I was like, okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm, I'm like high as a kite. We need to get out of here. So we go back to my room, the hotel room, and I am just feeling like I'm going to, like, I, I, I felt so out of control it felt like the i was trapped in my body it was just it was terrible and you know i've in college and stuff like i've definitely smoked too much and gotten like way too high but i had never been this high in my life and it was so intense and i just was like ready to just fall asleep or whatever as soon as possible and I got super nauseous and yeah it was just this really frightening feeling of of being trapped in in this ex- experience this physical experience so I'm like puking my guts out over the toilet and you know did, did that for a while and then I just felt my for some reason I took off my Apple Watch I always keep my Apple Watch on because it monitors my heart rate and with POTS Um, I get high heart rate at times and so it lets me know, you know, it's like my little lifeline where it lets me know like, okay, I need to lie down now or okay, I need to go into the air conditioning or, you know, whatever. But for some reason I took it off and I like could not (laughs) go over to the nightstand because I was just couldn't even move. And, uh, I just felt my heart rate climb, 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 climb. And it was just, it was like beating, you know, I'm pretty good at, um, telling how high my heart rate is just because I'm used to monitoring it. And so it was just like, boom, 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 boom. So I was like, okay, this is like probably in, in the like 180s to 200, like this is not good. Um, but I was just, I couldn't move. And so I was just was <laughs> like draped over the toilet. So I didn't, you know, didn't have to like whole prop myself up and then I just felt myself you know I heard my heart rate and I was like shit (laughs) and I felt myself kind of uh zoom out of consciousness which I'm used to POTS is a fainting disorder and I'm used to fainting uh this happened to me many 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 times um but I just kind of it was this time was different I just felt everything it was like I had no more sensation in my body but I was still conscious usually um, when I faint I lose consciousness and it's just kind of like blank for a few seconds and then I come back and everything around me is still there but this time I was still conscious but like I wasn't in my body anymore and it's like <laughs> there was all this light and the light went it was like white light and then it like changed to silver light and then it was just pure golden light and that's all I could see you know I wasn't in. it's like I wasn't seeing through my eyes I wasn't in my body it was just like everything was just golden and light and I just felt this like pure bliss and ecstasy and it just i felt like i was pure source and i i mean i probably looked really weird i was probably just like smiling <laughs> while i was uh sort of unconscious over the toilet and um yeah it was just like this feeling of pure love just took over my whole consciousness And i don't know how long that happened but then Then it was like, I, then I was like, uh, it's, it's not time. Um, you know, but I, I felt my, I felt like my spirit team around me. I just felt all the love from all of the souls who've been in my life, who love me and who are on the other side, my soul family, my star family. And then it was just like, yeah, this isn't it. Like, this isn't time. It's not time. And I like and then I left and it was like I don't know if you've seen this movie if you have kids you've probably seen it but Trolls 2 <laughs> where Mr. Tinkles he's like a little worm and he like has a, he has a near-death experience and, and he's like so happy he's going towards the light and then and then he just like they start calling his name and then he just like comes back and he's just like It's like, no, it's like, oh man, that's just how, that's exactly how it felt. Like, it was just like, oh, I have to return to this flesh prison. (laughs) And, um, yeah, like a lot of sadness came up and despair and sorrow because I felt so crummy. And, um, but then it was also, you know, like knowing that. I got to come home to my family and, uh, on earth here and, and, (laughs) but I felt like they're all going to be disappointed in me because of this poor choice I had just made. (laughs) So it was just, it was a very interesting experience and, uh, it took a lot of processing afterwards to, I mean, it was pretty traumatizing, I have to say. I eventually went to sleep and woke up the next day and f- felt like garbage. And then <laughs> I had had to go to a photo shoot. Um, and yeah, it was really inter- an interesting experience. But it, but what wasn't, the thing was that I wasn't afraid of the dying part, you know? I wasn't afraid of death. Uh, it was just more of a, um, a fear and a regret of, what would happen to my my family right but when you when you intentionally choose to become and cultivate intimacy with the death experience your whole perspective on life changes so when i was young i used to be terrified of death i remember that fear came about when i was about five years old it was so intense i was so intensely terrified of death i was afraid to fall asleep at night because i was afraid when i that i wouldn't wake up (laughs) um and i was afraid everybody around me was going to die it was just this like huge huge fear and it kind of carried over into adulthood. Um, you know, I experienced a couple losses of uh, pets, and that was just devastating for me. And uh, then when I was in college, my grandpa, who I loved very dearly, I was very close with him. Uh, he passed away, or he, you know, he had cancer, and so when you know he was in hospice, my mind was like I it was so death was so scary to me that I kind of stayed away from it like I didn't visit him as much as I wish that I had and I didn't have that much intimacy with my thoughts at the time compared to what I have now and so you know it was because it was because to me death was was scary it was unknown And, um, you know, I, and after that experience, I was like, I can't let that happen again. You know, if somebody else passes away in my life, which inevitably they will, I need to be better prepared emotionally and intentionally choose to be with that experience. And so, um, you know, when I became a birth doula, that really helped a lot because I was able to um, learn how to be with people how to hold space for people who are going through um, huge ex- intense experiences and who are you know facing the unknown and that ability to hold space was very without um, Also feeling the same emotions as the person going through the experience, you know, being able to hold that safe space so that they can have their intense experience and I don't have to have it with them, right? I can, I can create that, that safety for them so that they can have any emotion and I, you know, they don't have to worry about me being concerned over them. You know, I'll be right there smiling holding their hand um reflecting back whatever they need to hear right uh so that helped a lot and i had a close friend pass away of cancer when my daughter was a year old so i guess that was about five years ago yeah five years ago and when he got sick uh i told myself you know I this time around I'm I don't want to walk away with this from this experience with regret and so I was able to be there I was able to be there for his wife I was able to stay with him um, and you know while he was sick while he was dying and um, enjoy those moments with him and really lean into that knowing that know death was in the room and I had no regrets about that experience and it was a really beautiful touching experience to be able to walk with him during that time and so then um, when my grandma passed away oh last summer you know she's the person in my life that I might have uh, been the closest with she she was very very dear to me as she raised me kind of like a second mother and so when she passed away or was you know about to she had a stroke and you know it was just like all right (laughs) let's do this I had been a doula for a while I had been uh, always kind of been interested in becoming a death doula at some point and so I was able to walk with her through those last few days and care for her and just soak up all that love um, and be there in the room and it was it was of course it was heartbreaking but it was also beautiful I have no regrets about it and it just um, having that intimacy with death without being afraid of it allowed me to really uh, enjoy those those last few days with her without fear. And that, that's, uh, then I got, that's when I really got into, um, Dolores Cannon. You know, she's the original, um, quantum hypnosis technique founder. She, you know, discovered it in the sixties and has been regressing people since then. And so, you know, I that kind of launched me into being super interested in death and what happens on the other side. So there's this wonderful book that Dolores Cannon wrote called Between Life and No, Between Death and Life. I'm gonna get this right this time. I always mess it up. Yes, between death and life. And it's all about what happens when our souls leave our bodies? Like, what happens in the in-between space? We talk about reincarnation a lot, um, but you know, a lot of people don't know what that actually looks like. Is you know, and I, I sometimes you see people, um you know, with reincarnation, it's this kind of cartoon image of like. Okay, you're, you're leaving this life and then you just pop right back into another life. Uh, but that's, that's not how it works. And all these, you know, many different past life regressionists have wrote about the subject and it's all similar. And in my own work, uh, it's all, you know, it's all consistent. And it's very, very fascinating. If I'm regressing somebody, you know, during a quantum hypnosis session and they die, then you know I can always tell <laughs> when that happens because they will be experiencing something and then all of a sudden things are just kind of blank uh, and then then we're able to kind of explore from there and it's because the person isn't in this you know really human experience anymore they're just purely their soul and they're observing from the outside of what happened. And processing what's going on. So now I'm going to start getting into all the juicy details about uh, what happens on the other side, how it's different for starseeds versus, um, I guess, non-starseed folk. And when I say starseeds, um, just as a definition, what I mean is those of us are who are pretty much here on earth for the first time, or, you know, this is, we're here for the specific purpose of raising the consciousness of this planet versus somebody who maybe is just an old soul, um, who has lived many lifetimes, you know, thousands of lifetimes off of earth and on earth, you know, uh, and they, they just happen to be here. But, but when I refer to star seeds, I mean, uh, in this way, I mean, those of us who, um, you know, earth has been an adjustment for, you know, who are here just for that soul purpose. And that's about it. So I think the first question to answer is why do we die? Kind of a weird question, but it's an important one. And I think to answer that question, you have to answer the original question is why did we come here? What is our soul contract? upon this lifetime and remember a soul contract is the purpose of why our soul decided to come here and incarnate here into physicality on earth and that is planned out ahead of time our soul chooses to come to this planet for a purpose now for um you know kind of a a non-star seed folk person uh that purpose might be soul growth it might be to learn how to um you know have a use their voice more in this lifetime how to be less passive or how to release control or or maybe even might want to come here to experience what it's like to live in a body that uh you know is disabled you know it's all about soul growth or to learn how to handle suffering or to feel joy learn how to feel joy right there's so many different things could be for for starseeds it's a little bit different sometimes a lot of times, there you know, there might be some of that in there. You know, we have our soul is going to grow along the way. But our purpose is a little bit more defined as choosing to come here to to, because we have a gift to give this planet. So that we can be at our highest frequency and help shift the frequency of the whole planet. That's why there are so many millions and millions and millions of us here. But in our soul contract, our death is pre-planned. We decide ahead of time, before we come here, when we're going to die. When is the timing? How is it going to happen? So to me, that brings me personally a lot of comfort, knowing that When it happens, it's going to be the right time, no matter what. They're, you know, what? when you regress somebody and you talk to them, you know, during hypnosis, quantum hypnosis, and you ask them, you know, why these, people want to find out, like, why did these things happen in my life, right? For example, my friend who died of cancer, right? why you know that seems so unfair um but but what we know is that our our souls plan these things on purpose not by accident it's not some cruel thing that's out of our control it's that we plan it in order to facilitate some sort of soul growth for ourselves or there might be a lesson that somebody else needs to learn in our soul family. Who's here with us. You know we might be playing a part for somebody else. For it's tech That's usually not true. We are here. To help. Raise the consciousness of this planet. <laughs> and that is our purpose. And so. We're supposed to stay here. Until the job is finished. Ideally. And if it doesn't get finished in our lifetime. We might choose to come back. Right? We're never forced to come back. But we might choose it for ourselves. And now for some of us, you know, as starseeds especially, sometimes our bodies start breaking down before it's actually time. Um, I'm a, the prime example of that one, right? Um, if you've heard my story about my health, which amazingly is, is much, much, much better now. But when... For those of us who have come here and then we've met the challenges that Earth offers and we're not used to a planet that is this polarized, this dense, this hard, then our bodies start breaking down over time and we experience a lot of mysterious chronic health issues. And in those cases, that's out of the soul contract that's not that wasn't supposed to be in the contract it's just the reality of what it's like here for many of us and so in those cases a lot of times the good news is that you know through hypnosis and other interventions you a lot of times we're able to improve our situation but we have to understand why we're having (laughs) those problems in the first place right Um, that it is you know, subconscious resistance to being here on our planet. And uh, other times, you know, if you read the Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth by Dolores Cannon, you'll hear instances where, you know, people are having um, problems with their health and their body and, you know, the, the ETs, they come in and, and they help and they contact and, and they um, help them be able to fulfill their mission of being here. You know, there are instances where, um, (laughs) they give them some tune-ups, you know, um, I've had my own, uh, tune-ups in, not in a, uh, a physical sense, you know, but in a subconscious sense, since meeting my star family and my parallel self, right. Who's part of my star family, you know, there's, um, an instance in the three waves where there's a a woman and she she dies before her contract is up and she comes and this is all during you know the the transcript is is a this hypnosis session where she goes through these lives and explores them all and she you know when she goes back and she goes back to her home planet and she's like a princess there And they all celebrate her and say, good job, Uh, you know, and then she chooses to come back because she left before it was time. Uh, And then she comes back, you know, and so that can happen too. But ultimately, our soul chooses to be here. And sometimes, uh, and, and our soul chooses that out of a place of service and bravery and courageousness. Because earth is not for the faint of heart earth is one of the hardest plants you could possibly be in and so we come here uh you know out of love so I want to go back to talk about what it looks like typically after a soul leaves their body and I've experienced this many times with my clients so first, what happens is things, like I said, they go kind of blank and all of a sudden there's an absence of feeling. And uh, then after some questioning, it becomes clear that, oh, they're, they're actually in the space in between. They haven't, they're not, uh, they're not in their body anymore. And so the actual death itself it can be sometimes, you know, uh, during hypnosis sessions, death comes up, and I always read kind of where the person is at. If they feel comfortable exploring it and watching it, I always let them know. You know, they can kind of watch it like a movie. They don't have to be experiencing it, and you know the the client will be, you know, watching their watching their own death of a previous lifetime or a future lifetime or you know a different lifetime usually and what happens is even if there's some sort of conflict or violence or or you know something that is um, not so peaceful they're able to watch and what happens is the soul actually leaves the body and the soul is able to experience watching what's happening without enduring the suffering that's happening. So that is the norm. You know, if somebody has a painful death, like burned at the stake, for example, right? The soul leaves the body and watches it happen. So that uh, as a kind of mercy, right? So you don't have to actually experience that. That thought always brings me comfort, you know, knowing that I I don't actually have to be present if something happens that uh, is not so fun. And then the soul usually is kind of disoriented and goes, okay, now what? Oh, my cardinal's back. Oh, cute. I love it. Um, And so they just decide okay uh now what and usually what happens is they go explore and the soul is free and they're able to do whatever they want they're able to travel they're able to travel across the world they're able to go to the astral realm and so that will happen that's just kind of typical for both starseeds and not starseeds Now, sometimes, starseeds have kind of a different experience. Um, I worked with somebody. I don't have permission yet to play the session. I will. It's a super interesting session if I do get that permission. But um, I'll just give you like a little summary. She um, discovered that in her session that her being on this planet right now was, um, is actually a projection of her current self off of this planet in her home planet In actually a different galaxy. She's here, which is totally amazing. She's here, not even from our own galaxy, but from a di- an unknown galaxy. I couldn't figure out which one it was, uh, which was very frustrating. I searched for a long time trying to figure it out, but, um, she, and, you know, she has a very old body um, in a different galaxy and she's like a, a queen of her planet and she is basically she's in a pod and she's projecting her her soul out here into this existence and so you know, so star sees, you just never know. Sometimes things come up like this and it's like, wow, (laughs) how cool. Like, I wonder how many of us are actually in that situation. Like, am I a projection of myself? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I should have asked my parallel self when I, when I met her. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. So, you know, she had lived many, um, she had lived a very 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 long lifetime lived through a lot of things on her planet and needed to rest and so she decided for her rest she was going to come volunteer here and so she's you know her she's alive somewhere else and she's alive here which is fascinating so in that case you know there's a lot of unanswered questions what what happens after she dies in this lifetime that's a question that I pondered a lot as well Um, if you've heard my own you know, original awakening session where I, you know, I, I find out that, uh, this isn't actually my home planet, you know, and figuring out like, I had so many questions, right? What, like, what will happen after I die in this lifetime, you know, and my, um, I've explored some of those and and what I have come up with is that. You know, I'll, I'll essentially, I'll get to decide, like I'll get to decide if, um, it depends if, if the ascension has happened, if we have our consciousness on this planet has transformed, if our job is done, then I get to stay if I want, or I get to go back home, you know, and there is no right or wrong answer because we do have free will here on this planet. My guess is I'll probably go home. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this place. I'm so tired of it. Anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Calm down, people. (laughs) Or or am I? Uh you know, another thing too that is specific to us starseeds is if we volunteered to come here and it, it was just supposed to be a temporary stint, you know, like you know I'm just here for the shift and then I'm going back home you know what what happens if we incur karma here you know what about karma so for most folks who are here who are not starseeds uh in the definition that I gave earlier uh you know we there we're in the wheel of karma okay so it's like it's just a cycle You choose to come into an existence. You work on your soul growth during that lifetime. You leave, you go to the astral plane, and then you, um, you, you learn and review your life and you figure out what you want to work on next time. You might, if you're an advanced soul, you might decide to, um, mentor some other souls, uh, who are incarnating, you know, there's different roles that you can play in the astral realm but if you are a star seed uh, and you're not in that wheel of karma on our planet what happens if you incur karma in that case that is one of the um, um i think i read a, an excerpt from this from uh, i have a few books that talk about this that's why one of the reasons why volunteering to come here is so brave <laughs> because there is a possibility that you can incur karma here even if that's not the intention right if you're here to to help but then you get so lost along the way that you um you know do things in your in your life you make choices in your life that have an effect on others that have an effect a profound effect on your own soul then you can become, you know, um, I don't like the word trapped, but, you know, attached to this planet in, uh, in a karmic sense. And then, you know, you're, you're an earthling now. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so that's, that's why I find it so important as starseeds to work on our own personal growth because and to to learn how to be conscious to remember who we are to awaken and to clear any karma that has come up and the way you clear karma is by learning and awareness right by like seeing becoming conscious of your patterns in your life and how they've played out who they've affected and how they've affected your own self so that you can learn the lessons, learn from the lessons, right? That's how you clear it is that when a challenge comes along, you face it, you learn from it, you lean into it. Instead of uh, hiding or um, choosing an easier route that might have, an effect on others but it is possible no matter what you have done in your life even if you would have done some you know bad things which that that's of course that's a thought there I don't think that there is a object you know it's very subjective what is bad right but um, you know if you've done some things you're not so proud of you always have room to to learn as, as long as you can create awareness, you can create learn learn a learned experience from it so that you don't repeat the pattern. you learn from the challenge you learn from the experience. And then the next time the same or similar challenge comes around, then you demonstrate that you have actually learned from the last time and you, try a different approach because it will keep circling back and back around and you'll keep getting tested until you learn because that's how karma works. And then once you do learn, then you don't need to be tested again. And so that can be a uh, a way to help clear any any karma that you have incurred from being here. I don't like to worry too much about this because, I, I feel that um, for the most part, most star seeds are here to to enjoy life as much as possible, to have a an effect on people, a positive effect by just being themselves and being these high frequency beings, um, and that. Um, it's it's a win-win for us because we get to have this beautiful effect on this planet by being here and being ourselves and we get to go through the experience of earth school <laughs> which is not for the faint of heart and we get but remembering that we volunteered for this helps so that when it gets hard kind of helps to remember like oh yeah all of this is um none of this stuff is really real you know it feels real but we're we're just playing a part and you know even even in the experience of death it's all it it, it happens but it doesn't mean that that any of us actually die. It's just our bodies die. And that just means that it's time to go on to different things. Bigger, better things sometimes. Not that anywhere is actually better than anywhere else. It's all its all equal essentially and valuable in its own way. But yeah, you know, one way that I think of leaning into these lessons, right, is... The example of how I, I, you know, I learned from my experience with my grandpa where I wasn't there. I wasn't that present during his death. I learned from that and I decided not to run away from death anymore. And that's, that's how you um, experience soul growth. It's by saying yes to everything that this life has to offer and not hiding And not just taking the easy road because it's easy. Because even the easy road, it's harder in other ways. I think cultivating enough trust in yourself that you can handle things, even if you are highly sensitive, even if you are um, afraid, that fear can come along with you. And having that trust within yourself to know that you can handle anything in this life, that you will get through it. Because even if you learned coming into this, you know, in throughout this lifetime, you created some beliefs about yourself that, you know, I'm weak or I'm sensitive or, you know, I, um, I'm going to stay away from situations that lower my vibe or whatever, I actually believe that leaning into these things and proving your beliefs about yourself wrong, that you actually are extremely capable. You know, we're, uh, star seeds, we kind of have a, a little bit of a handicap in the way that, you know, it's where it's a lot of souls who have been on all these lifetimes on earth and Endured hardship and seen the suffering before on this planet and gone through it, you know, um, and are used to this level of chaos, (laughs) you know, they might be a little, um, desensitized almost in their ability, you know, they're more able to cope easily, right? As well as people, I will say, also people from the star system of Orion. Um, you know, they've lived through a lot too, if you've come through Orion. Um, if you listen to the episode that I did about Orion before, you, you know, you might remember that, how how there's a lot of polarity there as well. Uh, you know, they those people might be a little more equipped, right? But just because you're not equipped doesn't mean you can't handle it because you are a high frequency being and you can do anything but we can't do it alone we need support and we need uh, others to help show us the way I don't know where I would be if I didn't have that all my mentors and people along the way to help me and so that's I'm offering here if y'all need Oh my gosh, I sound so Texan. Jesus. (laughs) I've only lived in Texas for a year and a half, but (laughs) every once in a while, y'all comes out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really a Texan now. Anyway, um, if if you all, 'all, y'all, need support, need help, you're ready to tackle this stuff, you want to meet your soul family, you're ready to make the most of this lifetime, and you're ready to, like, access and harness all of that frequency within you, that, that all of us are walking around kind of dimming it because of this uh, earth experience, then reach out to me, send me a message, book a call with me, go to my website, thestarseedawakener.com, and let's work together because we will use uh, the combined modalities of working with the conscious mind through coaching, through thought work, through learning how to use and harness our, our conscious human brain with harnessing the subconscious and our soul and healing at a soul level so that we can heal and grow and step into the power that is inside that we just don't know how to tap into because we haven't seen it yet because we don't know who we are yet. But when you create that intimacy with your soul, and then it's like, then you just uh, start working with the conscious mind too, it's just like creates this pathway between the two, they become less compartmentalized and you are operating on all cylinders in this lifetime and you are resilient, you can heal and you can do anything that you set your mind to. I know it. All right. That's all I have for you today. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Starseed Awakening Podcast. The doors are open to my one-on-one program, Quantum Coherence, which combines virtual quantum hypnosis sessions and coaching to help you recover your memories from other lifetimes, expand your identity, and turn your power all the way on. Go to my website, thestarseedawakener.com to book a free quantum connection call.